This is where going to be. It is Thursday night, Octo- October 6th. I just said October 2022. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. Mike Kern is with me. It's a solo show for both of us. We're, uh, we're here as I make sure we get the levers turned up right. Uh, we're here basically because two big sporting events this weekend where we are arguably on one of the bigger weekends in Philadelphia sports in the last uh, 10 years. Uh, I think it's fair to say um, the Phillies in the playoffs in St. Louis. And we'll talk about that first. We'll get to the Eagles in Arizona to face the Cardinals with a shot to go five and zero. at the end. We'll give some, football picks although i gotta admit we're both kind of like just with the way everything has gone we're both kind of not as dialed in maybe as we would normally be on this um and uh so that's what's on tap mr kern how are you hey more important is your mom okay mom is back home um yeah let me explain to people um mom came home a couple weeks ago and we thought it was going fine, and it was actually the morning we were supposed to tape again and have Glenn Mack now on. And uh, Mom woke up with 104.5 fever and uh, another infection. She was back in the hospital for another week. What the hell was 104 fever feel like? Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, I don't think she knows because she was so out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and yeah. this was at 5.50 in the morning. Yeah. And she was shivering. Like, she had the, the blankets wrapped up around her. Oh, it was nasty. And uh, we had to call 911 to get the uh, paramedics here because getting her mobility is compromised at this point with, um, you know, being in the hospital for Mike. It's been 62. She was in for 62 days out of 68 was the stretch I figured out. Yeah, Kevin, it's it's not easy. No, Uh, but she is getting better. Uh, She is living here with us. Uh, So that's why this has been a little scattershot so i apologize i know mike says i don't have to and but i know a lot of people reach out and enjoy the podcast and let me know so i apologize for the nature of it we're going to keep doing it just maybe not on as regular a schedule as i would like it uh at this point because you know real life gets in the way and i think mike agrees with that correct mike Real life, it's Mother Nature never loses, nope. as the people in Florida, unfortunately. Yeah. Just, now my, my mom used to have a house in Fort Myers years ago, and my aunt lived in Fort Myers for like 40 years. She was a transplanted Ohioan. And um, to see that, and I've been on Sanibel Island. Sanibel Island's that, gorgeous. It's beautiful. Well, when you have one bridge into the place, I mean. And it, it gets wiped out. Like, yeah. If Long Beach Island, you know, if that one bridge gets knocked out, I mean, but again, you know, that is going, I mean, in the last, what, six, seven years, I mean, the Florida Keys have gotten hit real bad. Yep. Jacksonville got hit real bad. Now Fort Myers. It, and in, in and Miami, it'll obvi- be something else. And, well, Miami got hit, obviously, you know, it's now 20 years, but Andrew has been hit. Miami. No, 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 no. That Miami has never been hit by, that was Homestead. Or Homestead, if, I'm sorry. If it, if it had hit Miami. The, the, the monetary damage would have been like 10 times as much, and that right. was 30 years ago. That was 1992 Yeah, was when that was. That was it's when I, I graduated from high school, Mike. I was in Homestead about, uh, I want to say like eight months after the hurricane because Temple had recruited a kid, Yui Futch. I'll never forget this. 
and I decided to get down into a story on him. He had lived through the hurricane. Okay. And living in a tented village. Oof. And when I drove down to Homestead, now this is like eight months after. Right. You drove down like what we think of as malls, like the, like the, like the mall up near you, um, right. the Academy Plaza. Right. Leveled, like leveled, block after block after block, and piles of debris. When I say piles of debris, I'm talking like 30 feet high. Every block. They had, the Cleveland Indians had just built a um, – Winter Haven. And they never – that got wiped out. Yeah. There was an Air Force base down there. Now, I don't know what Homestead looks like. Now I'm assuming they've built it back up and, you know. But, again, like if, if you – can you imagine, Kevin, if you if you had you, your wife, and two kids, you live in Fort Myers. Now you have no home, no job, no school. Well, I, I could tell – There's snakes floating around in right. the water and alligators. I can, I can tell you I have a friend who lives in Cape Coral, former coworker of mine. Okay. Um, who is a teacher. He did the same thing I did. He did it before me and went into a career change and became a teacher. And um, Lyle and his wife and all that went from Cape Coral, which, if you know, is in that Fort Myers, Sarasota area. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's right yeah. around where yeah. uh, landfall hit. Uh, he went to Vero Beach, which is on the East Coast, which was the old Dodger town. That's what Tony Leodora did. He left sarasota and went to uh delray beach right and I I that right lyle said his house got away with minimal damage but and he's lucky yeah but everybody else around them got destroyed yeah and they're still they're going to be forced in Vero beach for a while here because nobody knows when the electricity but, but how do you like rebuild Kev? like you, you when, i mean when something like fort myers happens right and i remember like three or four years ago when the keys it happened in the keys where like they would go a whole apartment complex would be like gone right like what do you do yeah. you call up state farm and say hey um i mean how do you get like the and, and now construction costs are so high right like the people in Sanibel, I don't know what you I do. Don't, I don't think they're going to be able to rebuild. Let, let me, um, all right, we're going to switch. So, sorry to, to bring that up. No, no, that's okay. We're going to switch topics a little bit here. Um, Phillies have made the playoffs first time in 11 years. They finished with 87 wins. Um, 80, they made the over. Yeah, 87 and uh, 60, what was it, 87? That would make it 87, 65. Five. Five. So twelve games over five hundred. They finished no, twenty. 80, yeah, twelve. Yeah, sixty. Yeah, eighty-seven, yeah. sixty-five. Finished twenty games over five hundred with Rob. But that's Thompson. only one hundred and fifty-four, isn't it? No, that's one sixty-two. Eighty-seven and seventy-five. Seventy-five. 75. You said sixty-five. I'm sorry. That's all no, right. No, 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 no. no I'm good be, at math. Yeah, eighty-seven and seventy-five. They would be twelve yeah. over. Um, right. And the over/under was about eighty-four, I think. Eighty-six. It was it? Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, okay, it got the it got the eighty six. Okay. Um, and now honestly, they get the better matchup of the two wild card teams. You know, now, and that should, should we bring up that they wouldn't have been in the playoffs this year if the format hadn't been changed? I think everybody knows that. <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't think anybody cares now, nor should they. But I'm just saying, facts are the facts. They had a piss poor September for like the fourth or fifth straight year, mm-hmm. but Milwaukee. And I'm not saying they backed in. I don't mean that. They did enough to earn the spot. But if Milwaukee had beaten the 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 um, Miami's three out of four instead of winning one out of uh, four, four, yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, if there was only five spots, as there's been most for, of the for time, for ten years, right? Uh, they would have lost to San Diego because they basically lost eleven to thirteen at one point or something. 
And, you know, now maybe they wouldn't have lost the eleven to thirteen if they were if they knew yeah, they couldn't. Have, I don't know. And even if you had the well one game playoff to get in, I mean that changes everything. Maybe on the game one sixty two, but they would have been out. Is all I'm saying. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Right, right, right. I um, get it. They're in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But you know, and honestly, fun. and honestly, Mike, they got the better matchup. They did. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis is a much better matchup for them than the Mets. That's fine. And let me just remind people, and I'm always the voice in people, whatever. The, the, I understand the Phillies. A lot of people like the Phillies now, and, and that, that's wonderful. And they're going to throw Wheeler. And gonna, first of all, Wheeler, they've lost a lot of Wheeler and Nola starts. Okay. But again, Wheeler's been pitching great. Nola, except for that one effort, really pitched very, very well. But I remember when the Eagles were playing Tampa last year, and I'm not trying to equate you, the two. You, but, you've mentioned this in the past, but go ahead. Right, but everybody basically was, if you listen that week before the week, people were getting more and more and more, hey, the Eagles can do this. You know, and if they beat Tampa, then they're going to go here and they're going and the game was over in seven minutes. Now, I'm not saying the Phillies might beat the Cardinals. I don't know. Maybe they'll win the series after that. Who the hell knows? I don't know what's going to happen in baseball, but all I'm saying is people. Let's just be, you know, they got a chance. You know, sure they got a chance. They're throwing two really good pitchers the first two games who have good track records against this Cardinal lineup. Okay. But, you know, let's just temper it a little bit. You know, let's be excited. It's first time in 11 years. Hey, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they're kind of playing with house money, even though they're not because once you're there. And like you said, they got the better matchup because they're not playing the Mets. And they're not playing the Braves, at least the first time. I think it would have been great, personally, Kevin, if they played the Mets. Because I think the level of excitement for that series, yeah. even if it was only a three-gamer, that would have been off the charts. You know? I mean, there's a lot of excitement now, as there is. Right. And um, they got a shot. All I want, I want one thing. I just want game three. I just want them to get me to a game three on Sunday. Well, if they so win in two, you won't be upset. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. If they win in two, that's wonderful. Just get me to a game three. Give me a Sunday where I'm watching the Eagles at four o'clock and I'm watching the Phillies at eight o'clock or seven o'clock or whatever time they're coming on. That would be a really good Sunday. Game one tomorrow or Friday, if you're listening to this today. Uh, if you're listening on Friday, it's uh, it's Zach Wheeler and it's going to be Jose Quintano. Quintana. Who they tried? Who they tried to get at the trade? Deadline. Who they tried to get at the trade deadline? Uh, Why would the Cardinals or the Cardinals got him from somebody? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I got you. Okay, are the Phillies favored in this game? By the way, uh, no, uh, the Cardinals are favored for the series, but it's a minimal number. It's like, well, sure, because everybody thinks the Phillies have a shot. Well, even Vegas is that way. Like, right. Like, yeah. Every, yeah, we. I think all of us who follow baseball, we look at the Padres and Mets, and we actually know like the Padres are a bad matchup for the Mets because. Darvish has pitched really well against the Mets. It's baseball, Kevin. I know. But, but Mike, Mike, the line, like the money line on the series is Mets plus, or Mets, Mets minus like 255, 260. Then bet the Padres. I mean, you know. It's just very weird. Like when they set lines, if you have pitching, okay, the one thing with the Phillies, I will say though, is sometimes their hitting sucks. Oh, and so especially especially they're going to have a great effort from Wheeler, and you can get a great effort from Nola, and maybe not. And I said, what, what if the Phillies won like about fifty percent, give or take, of their starts? Yeah, and it isn't because of Wheeler and Nola have been bad; 
It's just their lineup sometimes is bad. So, I mean, well, if you're going to tell me the Phillies are going to score like three or four runs, I think they got a shot. Yeah, their record when they score four runs, four runs or more it's is like, outrageously exactly. good. And, you know, if they can go out early and get a lead and give Wheeler a lead, and yeah, and then the Cardinals start thinking about it, and if Wheeler can win game one, well, yeah, then all the pressure, you know, it's got to be on the Cardinals at that point. I mean, all the pressure probably even tomorrow is on the Cardinals because even though the Phillies have the real two good starting pitchers going. I actually disagree. I actually think the pressure tomorrow is on the Phillies. Because of Wheeler? Because if you lose lose tomorrow, I I think people would find it hard to believe you would win both Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, but the Cardinals are home for three games. I know. I understand what you're saying, but to me the pressure is always on the team that's favored. The Mets, the pressure is going to be all on the Mets. Yeah. The pressure, the Cardinals, even though I know the Vegas line is is not as, you know, as hot, this is probably one of those series that people really think the underdog can win for obvious reasons. But again, the Phillies have been an inconsistent team. They played like crap until, you know, the last weekend against um, Against the the, Nats, who absolutely stink. I mean, that was the best thing the Phillies had going for them. And no, obviously, on Monday night. Right. Um, but again, they earned it. They they won their 87 games. It was, it was enough to get them in. And I think they got a shot. But I would just warn people not, you know, hey, let, yeah, and even if they win game one, that would obviously be great. But, you know, they still got it. You still got to get this. And the Cardinals are the one thing that scares me a little bit, Kevin. Phillies, by the way, are plus 115. Yeah. So it's basically pick them. Yeah. Okay. Um, if. The Phillies sometimes are inconsistent and they're fundamentally sometimes unsound. And I thought all year long that it was going to bite them at a bad spot. An error here or something goofy that we see from them. The Cardinals, if nothing else, are usually a pretty fundamentally sound organization. Right. Um, That doesn't mean they can't screw up or something. But I'm just saying is I just – if the Phillies can play clean baseball, which they don't always do, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, Wheeler. If Wheeler gives them like six innings, maybe seven of like you know one run, two run ball. Hell, yeah, they. I mean, but, you know, hell, they got shot. And, but I mean, obviously, the one thing with the Cardinals, the Cardinals lineup isn't going to wow you, obviously, except for an Arenado and and Goldschmidt. I mean, Pulos. What Pulos has done this year is amazing to get over 700 and all that. No, he's done in the last month. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but again, that's a last month thing. Well, yeah, they're, but we're still in the last month. Yeah, but I, mean, I know. If, if, if he had done this in April or May, I would say, yeah. But, I mean, he's been one of the best hitters in baseball over the last month. Their so. three starting outfielders, when they made the playoffs last year, have totally changed. Yeah. I mean that none of them are on the roster, and there, you know, for as much as we we focus on Molina and Wainwright and Goldschmidt and Arenado, they're also a team that has a lot of inexperience beyond that core, and and the Phillies' experience the, is what? Well, no, I, I the Phillies' experience is pretty much limited to Kyle Schwarber. Okay, Kevin, let let's not look. I don't want to sit here and compare the Cardinals and the Phillies. The strength, look, because we'll come up with reasons. Philadelphians will come up with a million reasons why we have the we're the better team. 
And maybe we are. And may, But please, the Cardinals won the division. They won like, you know, eight more games in the field, whatever the hell they did. By the way, but, uh, Paul, you mentioned Pulos. Pulos in his last 15 games. 310 average, five homers. Yeah. 15 well, the last the 10 games to me is what matters right, right. now, not yeah. what he did in June. 15. But again, we always look at matchups. It's just like I said, we looked at Tampa last year. Yeah, you know, we can beat, you know, whatever. They, and I, I get it. But that's how we always look at matchups. We never look at a matchup. And if the situations were reversed, we'd be sitting here going, hey, wait, we won the division. We won eight more games. Say, just, yeah. The, the, the Phillies have this and, and, and the Cardinals no. don't. And I'll tell you where I think the Phillies are very vulnerable. And I think where the where the series will ultimately be won or lost is in the bullpen. And, you know, if they don't get Robertson, Alvarado, and Eflin to pitch well, then they have no prayer. Well, look, Alvarado's been the best reliever right. of baseball. But, but will that carry again? October is different. No idea, Kevin, October's a totally different animal. But I'm just saying he's been the best reliever in baseball. Sure. I, I don't know what else you can add. And Eflin has looked good since coming back. He might stink if they need him to. I, I think the best stat the Phillies have going for them is that Noah and Wheeler have pretty much uh, held Goldschmidt and Arenado at bay. Because if they can hold those two guys yeah, top four doing much, then they, I think they got a, a decent chance. The, t- the, I, the top four hitters in the St. Lu- in the St. Louis lineup, I think I think Goldschmidt and Arenado are pretty much about two twelve hitters, two fourteen hitters. I saw this stat today, and the first two guys ahead of them have never faced either one. Yeah. So that's a big advantage. You would you think. Know, I'm going to let you in a little secret. I hate when people do this. We're analysis. The analysis oh is just no, no, no. I get it. I don't understand why we do it. I know, but we consider all we want. And Goldschmidt can come up and hit a home run the first inning tomorrow night, and we'll say, oh, okay. I mean, he is going to be the MVP. Uh, you know, that doesn't mean he's going to hit five hundred in this series. All I'm saying is, that, you know, the Phillies have a shot. We all know that. You know, if they're telling you that they're only plus 115 in the series where they're playing all three games on the road, that tells you all you need to know. Like, they, you know, like I'll be honest, I think they win the series. And I'm good. not, I'm not Mr. Wave the pom-poms or anything. I, I like the matchup. I think that, that's fine. And they might. I think St. Louis. But if they lose in two games, we'll all be sitting here on Sunday going, well, you know, we didn't. We didn't, you know, it's it's like. Oh well, no, you know, I, I'll, no be, I'll be honest, Mike. If they lose in two games, I think that they're still. Look, the one thing they're going to have to do, regardless of how this weekend goes, or even if they get past this weekend into the LDS, whatever, short of getting to a World Series, which in in a league where there's three teams with a hundred wins, I don't see happening. Okay. The one yeah, but thing, half of Philadelphia will see it happen. Well, the one thing they're going to have to do is still take a pretty long, hard look in the mirror about, okay, where are we? Yes, we made the playoffs. But again, as you mentioned earlier, we made the playoffs as the sixth seed. You're in a division where you had two 100-win teams. Um, Kevin, in, this offseason is going to be... Whether they win or whether they win a series or they lose or they, they can't let this weekend fool them. 
is what I'm Kevin, saying. Kevin, they're not going to. You're, 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 they've got a mm. lot of decisions they got to make this offseason. They got to decide if they want to spend $25 million on a shortstop with six other guys in their lineup making over $20 million. They got on $25 million, by the way, is a cheap whatever. price. I know. Whatever. I'm just throwing out numbers. They got to decide what they're going to do with Reese Hoskins. They got to decide. They've, they've got some decisions probably to make. Um, you know, along the lines, are they bringing some of those pitchers up next year that are like, you know, kind of painter and able? Yeah, right. I, no, I, I don't think short of them winning, a, getting the World Series or something. And even if God forbid they got to like the NLCS, I don't think the Phillies are going to sit there and say, "Well, we're we're, we're ready well, to win." They know that they have things they have to address. Well, and, and that's part two of this. I've heard a lot, and look, I, I loved I love John Kincaid. He's been on this show. He's agreed to come on this show. John talked about this as um, maybe uh, I heard him yesterday talk about this as a stepping stone, that this is a little bit. And I heard Bobby Cooney describe it kind of like 07. This is nothing like 2007. Nothing. Um, 2007, you had a core unit that was young, that was homegrown. You had Cole Hamels, who was in his second year in the majors. Uh, you know, Chase and and Jimmy had a little more length in them. Well, I think what they might have meant was it could be the start of something. I don't think and, and 07 was the start of something. They hadn't been in the playoffs since '93, right? So they'd won, and before '93, they hadn't been in the playoffs for a decade. And I think what what they're trying to say, and I'm, I don't try to read it into right. people's thoughts. It's not the same situation, but it's the same circumstance that this could be the start of maybe a three- or four- or five-year period where they're in the playoffs. And if you have Bryce Harper signed until, like, you know, the next century, and you have a catcher who probably still has a couple good years left in him, you would think. You've got a guy who just led the they league do, home They do runs. have five guys who will be above 30. You know, I understand that, Kevin, but, you're, you're, again, you're changing. What I'm saying is no, just, I'm just... But that doesn't mean it couldn't be the start of something good for three or four years, and then hopefully you replenish it with youngsters coming behind that, or you don't. But again, they, they have, and Castellanos, what if Castellanos comes back and is good next year? And I'm not sure he's going to be, because I think he was one of those guys he's, who was good. Mike, he's another one of the other over 30 guys. I, I, I but So what, Kevin? Guys can play till they're 30. It, so it's you're not, telling me that if you, don't, you couldn't see this team making the playoffs like two or three or four years in a row? I think they could make the playoffs next year. I think once you get beyond next year, there with this core unit, it's going to become increasingly difficult. I I think that that's the, fine. But, I think this is a very the, narrow window. Okay, that's fine. But I'm just saying, what if what if they keep Bowman Hoskins? I mean, I, I mean, I'm assuming. Hoskins well, I mean, if, I mean, if we're what if looking, they go out and get Shea Turner, or they go, or they get, you know, or this guy Painter turns out to be really, really good. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm what if What if Bryce Harper misses half the year next year with surgery, which is well, maybe distinctly does, possible? Again, I'm. I, all I'm saying is that at least, and maybe they'll totally flop next year and go back and win 82 games. I don't notice, but again, I don't think the core. It, it's. It's not like I understand that 07 was different because you had you had three young, four young guys who were going to be there for the next four years. Yeah, the runway was clearly there. Yeah, but I'm just saying, when you sign Harper for 13 years, 
I think you're assuming that you're going to get at least like eight or nine or ten good years out of him. He's only in year four. So, you know, I mean, I don't uh, – Schwarber led the league. He was second in the majors in home runs. Um, I don't think he's going to go back to hitting 20 next year. Uh, you know, again, it well, has to It would help if they out. had a legitimate leadoff man, but that's a whole different yeah, story. But they haven't had a legitimate leadoff man since like 1982 since or something. Since Jimmy. Yeah, and, I, and there was a lot of people didn't even think he was a legitimate leadoff man because that's why Victorino at some point was kind of leading off or right. people thought. But I'm just saying is, that, but at least I think they've given you some hope that we whatever um, happens against the Cardinals, it's been fun and, and it's really been it's been a fun year. Right, and next year with a lot of this cash back and would hopefully with some additions that hey they can at least be a playoff team next year. I'll, I'll take it one year at a time. I'm. I'm not worried about 2024. I'll, you know, when 2024 comes, I'll worry about, but I think at least that you, you, I think you have a future now, at least. Whereas um, coming into this year, we thought there was, but we weren't sure, you know, and then, they, and then you started off 20 and 28 or whatever the hell they were. And you're yeah. thinking like, Oh my God. I mean, this just sucks. You know, and then here we are. So, you know, um, go get them. All right. Do they win this series or not? I'm going to say no, because because everybody in Philadelphia is going to say yes. So usually the the way to go is to. But again, I want Game Three. I want to be able to sit there Sunday, an elimination game where the Cardinals. You know, they've, they've, do you realize in the entire history of the Phillies, they've had one elimination game against Houston in 1980. That's, That's not it. True. That's not true. Uh, Why well, miss one? Uh, the last game they played. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the postseason. That, they, they, they have never been. Mike, they, the last playoff game they played was game five. Winner take all. They played, they've played two winner take all when, games. Okay. They played the Expos in 81. You're right. I forgot about that one. They played so, Astros in 80. Give me the other one that I'm missing. 2011, Roy Halladay versus Chris Carpenter. You're right. Okay, three. So in the total history of them, they play they three play elimination games, uh, three winner and, and if you technically want to, if you want to be technical, the game against the Dodgers in fifty, the final game of the regular season was a winner take all. That's not a play. It's not. I, I know. I I'm it. just. I get it, Kevin. People play play those kind of and, and actually, it wasn't a winner take all because they would have been a playoff. They would have okay, been tied. That's with fair. The Dodgers. Yeah, you're right. Okay, my bad. So, but okay, but again, but in their history, they've never played a game seven, which I find kind of amazing but they haven't been in that many playoff series to get to a game seven so um but again it, it's i just want to be i mean if they win in two that's great hey don't eat nah, no need for a game three I, but i i really think oh. in my heart of hearts i think there's going to be a game on sunday i do think about this okay how many series have they won where they trailed in the series uh houston in 1980 mm-hmm. uh atlanta 93 Landed in '93. Uh, they they jumped on everybody in the in '08. They lost in '07 when they fell behind. In '09, in '09 they never trailed until they lost, uh, got behind the Yankees, and that was yeah. it. Ten. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Like you want if they have never <laughs> won I a series where they I fell behind. I think they're going to win one of the first two. I think there's going to be a game three. And in a game three, who the hell knows? Yeah, I mean, you, you know. Yeah, it'll be uh, a big moment for Ranger Suarez. Bench and it's a pinch hit home run or something. Or, 
you know, and um, well, that's an all hands I'll, on deck game. I'll, I'll settle for a game three. I'll I'll take game three right now, and you know, because I mean, how many times this year have Wheeler and Noel won? When we said, "Oh, we got Noel and Wheeler going," okay. Uh, you know, we sit there. Final question. Final question on this: Are you turning the sound down and listening to Fransky in L.A. as opposed to A. Rod and Michael K. I hate. I I don't like A. Rod, but I don't. I don't usually do that, Kevin. I'm not one of those guys that has a radio sitting by my TV. I mean, I, I guess I could. I'd rather listen to Fransky and and in, in L.A. But I usually don't do that. That that's just me. It's just, it's just I don't do that with Merle. Right, you it's know. tough to sync them up sometimes. Um, I just don't do that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I not know. that guy that, that has. Like I said, I have a radio. I'm sitting right next to a radio now. In my t- in, in our downstairs. I could do it, I suppose. But again, I'll I'll just I'll just let a Rod irritate me. Irritate me. I'm sorry. Oh, it will it will irritate you. You know that. Right. Um. All right. So Eagles and Cardinals is the other game we'll focus on. Uh, this weekend, Eagles going to four and zero. Play well against the Jaguars. They play great. I mean, there was some issues, uh, but now they're going to an Arizona team that is for a lot of this. Last week was the first week they had a lead in regulation. Um, so the Cardinal, uh, and that was against that was against Carolina. I'm not a big fan of the Arizona coach or the Arizona quarterback. That's me. I'm not, just, I'm not a big I, fan of the Arizona defense, so it's a triple crown. Well, I'm just saying, Kyler Murray got all the money, and uh-huh. that's one of the points. And, and, but again, that doesn't mean – look, the Eagles are going to be favored in every game they're going to play, except maybe Christmas Eve in Dallas. They're going to be favored. As of right now today. Every regular season favored. game, they will be, be favored. favored. Yeah. So are they going 17-0? Are they going 16-1 again? And look at it this way. If they go – uh, eight and four, eight, no, 17, eight and five. Right. The rest of the way, that's, that's 12 wins. Right. If they go nine and uh, four the rest of the way, that's, you know, I mean, they're going to finish with a lot of wins. Yeah, they are. Unless Jalen Hurts gets hurt or a, a whole lot of guys get hurt. And even in 17, when the guys got hurt, it didn't make a difference. Ultimately, um, they're going to win a lot of games. I mean, you can go down the schedule right now. They're going to lose some games because everybody loses games. It's, it's the NFL. But tell me where they're going to lose them. I, I, I can't sit here. It could be this week. Could be next week. You know, D- Dallas has owned them recently. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose next week. But Dallas could come in here and maybe win. Uh, you know, and the teams in the NFC, if you look around, I mean, Tampa doesn't look like Tampa. Uh, Green Bay, I'm not sure what to make. LA, I'm not sure what to make. But it, it, again, it's early October. Let tell me where we are in mid December. You know, I, I still think the Niners are are because their defense is so good, I, and Dallas's defense is so good. So, you know, I think right now as we talk, the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. What that means, I don't know. It means you're the best team in the NFC on October. The sixth. Well, there's, you know, the one concern going into this game is the injuries are starting to mount a little bit. They mount for everybody. Every team gets injuries. Avante Maddox out. It looks like Jake Elliott's going to be out as a kicker. Jordan Maialata is going to be out. Although, which McCall came in and played pretty well in Maialata's spot last year. Their offensive line coach is one of the best in the business. He's very good. 
So, but again, like I said, Kevin, I look around at all these other teams. I see an injury here, this guy out here, that guy. I mean, it's not like the. And in 2017, they lost their kicker, their all pro tackle, their uh, defensive player. They lost a running back, and then ultimately, then they lost their quarterback, and they won. So, I, I think right now the Eagles, uh, the first goal was always to win the division, right? I mean, that's that's the goal, but they got to be thinking like top seed. They got to be thinking like now, how many wins is it going to take to get the top seed? I don't know. Might well, only take twelve. You know, yeah, and, and it'll be fascinating to me because at the same time this is going on, you're going to have Dallas playing the Rams, um, right? And most of the country will see that game as opposed to the Eagles game. Um, you know, Dallas, Dallas has looked good defensively. Dallas has looked real good defensively. Dallas and San Francisco are both very good defensively. It's just a question of what the rest of their team is going, going to, to be right. Yeah. I mean, Garoppolo has shown you that he can get you to a super bowl and be leading the super bowl. He can get you to the NFC title game and be leading the NFC title game. Uh, late, you know, Dallas has not shown you that, but again, I'm not the biggest, biggest Dak person, person in the world. But if any, if this has taught Dallas anything, it's that they don't have to throw the ball 40 times a game to win. Because this guy can't do that. So right. now they're playing defense and running the ball, and it seems to be working. Now they haven't beaten uh, great teams. The Eagles haven't beaten great teams. I mean, they've beaten, you know, the Jags are okay. Uh, the Lions are the Lions. The, I think the Vikings are fairly good. Yeah, I do too. Um, and the third week, I'm, I'm trying to remember who they beat the third week. I, I can't. Washington. The Commanders. Yeah, the Commanders stink. Yeah. So, you know, again. I mean, right now, you know, and it's too early. It's way too early. But again, all the wins count. But the sky, right now, the sky is the limit for the Eagles. Yeah, it is because they're looking. Like I said, and I, I don't think they're as good as Buffalo. I don't think they're as good as Kansas City. But again, you ain't going to play those teams till the Super Bowl if you get there. So I don't worry about that. I'm it's a, like I'm a big believer in the NFL and point differential as like the ultimate stat of how good you really are. And it can be thrown off sometimes if you have one game that's super lopsided. Eagles right now are the second best point differential in the league at plus 44. Yeah, well, they only gave up seven points in two games. Right. Buffalo, so you're going to be, you're going to be uh, high. Right. Buffalo is uh, plus 56, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I look, I think Buffalo is the best team in the league. I agree. I, they lost, I know they lost the game in Miami that they dominated. They dominated everything, and they lost the game. Okay. I think Baltimore's pretty good, They but they've blown two 17-point leads at home. That's not good. I'm a big believer in Kansas City. I know they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. They'll get somebody. Patrick Mahomes, and, and this is, again, we talk about Jalen Hurts. Jalen has elevated himself. Yep. He's playing. But is he a top-five quarterback? No. But is he in the MVP conversation? Yes. As of now, yeah, the, quarter way the in. The two best quarterbacks in the league are Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. And they just happen to play on the two best teams in the league. And you can have Justin Herbert. I know he's good. There's some other guys you could point out. The guy in Baltimore is very good. Um, we, we could point out other Rodgers, obviously. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. He's just 45 years old. And they don't have weapons around him, which doesn't right. help. But again, that that's, you know, you, you that's the way the league is shaping up. That's it. You say, who's the MVP candidates? Well, you know, it's Hurts. 
the guy in Baltimore, the guy in Buffalo, and the guy in Kansas City. Yep. But when I watch Patrick Mahomes play, and he's been in the league longer, and I watch Josh Allen play, he's been in the league a little longer. Hurts ain't that. Nope. But he's very, very, he's very, very good. good. Yep. Yeah, I'm not. And and what the Eagles have to be commended on, and look, we knocked Howie for two years because they had horrible drafts. They had whatever. whatever. Okay, it fell apart. They went 4-11-1. What they've done in the last year or so uh, is just unbelievable. I mean, they go out and they get the wide receiver that they needed. So after screwing up the whole wide receiver thing, they drafted Devontae. Now they went out and got A.J. Brown. They went out and got a cornerback that the Giants are letting go because of money, whatever. I mean, think about what they did. They drafted the kid from Alabama and who had all the injury issues, and now is like a really good left guard. Um, they have surrounded Jalen with talent, including one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yep. And now they actually play a little defense because they have, oh, yeah. my God, they have defensive players. <laughs> who knew? Who thought? Right? So it makes it easier on Jalen than if he just had to go out there. Like, sometimes I, th- I feel for the guy in Baltimore. Right. Because, you know, he doesn't – I don't always think he has weapons around him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't see – where this is going to go bad. I'm not sitting here telling you the Eagles are going to go 16-1, and but how can they win less than like 13 games? No, I agree. So, and and that means they probably will be the number one seed, which the number one seeds didn't make it last year in either conference. But, man, I I, I want to be sitting at home having people come to Philadelphia. Especially with the extra, with that being the only buy at this point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. and by the way, so the coach that everybody wanted fired like a year ago at this time, he's working out pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Nobody makes fun of him anymore for what he says, do uh, they? He's still a little bit of a grandstander, but that's a whole different but story. But nobody makes fun of him anymore. I do. Because- I, I'll bring. I'll bring this up. I saw it on Twitter from my buddy. I think it was. I think it was Spike Eskin actually who said this. Spike said he loves the fact that. Sirianni shows and a clearly knockoff Mike Quick jersey the other week, you know, where it was clearly not even a Mitchell and Ness. It was just like something you find on the internet for like 20 bucks. So, hey, look, all I know is this. Whatever, you know, people criticized him. He gave the play calling duties uh, to the other guy. So, what? Yeah. The other guy's doing well calling the plays. Yep. Um. So, he, all I know is this. I don't know what Nick Sirianni is going to turn out to be. Is, is he going to be here for 10 years? Is he going to win a Super Bowl or two? I have no idea. But I'm telling you what. He looks, and not because they're full, but he just looks like he has a clue. And, again, the defensive coordinator, everybody wanted, you know, gone. Mm-hmm. Looks like he has a clue. Now maybe it'll turn out they don't have a clue. Well, we're about to find out if we have a clue. Uh, because We don't is, have a clue. It is time for our weekly football picks. No, it's not. Just point me where you wanna go. Take me to the action. Take me to the track. Take me to a party if they're betting in the back. I've been working all my life. Can't afford to wait. Let me call my wife so I can tell her I've been late. I want to ease it. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. There's a couple games that leap out at me right away as I look at the college slate. Okay. And I want to run by you. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Should Nebraska be favored on the road over anybody? But I think they played a little better last week. I'm I'm trying because I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to Nebraska. I know they got wiped out by Oklahoma. Who then, and after that, Oklahoma lost two games. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I got kid. Who's Nebraska favorite over? Rutgers at 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 uh, Piscataway. How many are they given? Three. Well, that's yeah. I mean, look, are you you want to take Rutgers? And I'm three? taking Rutgers, and I'll take the three. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll bump it up to three and a half, even. Try to that's get the little hook. That's wonderful. I have a, a theory about putting money on bad teams. It usually doesn't work. It's the fr- found from my experience. Okay. When I think I have a bad team that, you know, now I did take, I, I'm actually 3-0 and on Temple this year on the show I do with Girardi because I took them the two games they won because they were playing dreads of the earth. Right. Um, and then the game they lost, not last week, but the, the opening game I took uh, Dukies. Right. But again, when, when you get involved with bad teams, yeah, you lay with fleas. You, yeah, you no, lay with they, dogs. They, you look, fleas. Rutgers could. If you're going to tell me, could Rutgers win that game outright? Sure, I'm not saying they can't. But again, what has Rutgers done that like makes me sit there and go, "Wow, they're going to Piscataway like they can't win." Uh, All right, here's another one for you. Houston, the last couple of years has been really good. They stink. They are awful. Yeah, they, they're they're one of the biggest disappointments in college football. Memphis is not bad. Eh, they're okay. Okay. Memphis at home is only given two and a half. Yeah, I, I I would like that side of the game, except, again, I'm not sure how good Memphis is. Houston is just – there was talk before the season, like Houston could be Cincinnati from last year. Yeah, it hasn't That's, happened. And then, that isn't going to happen, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, again, I'm not that familiar with Memphis, except what they did last week against Temple, which was only scored 24 points. Um, and Temple has no offense, which is a problem. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was going to take a side in that game, not that I would, but I, I, I guess I would take Memphis because I just don't trust Houston. Biggest game of the weekend is not Notre Dame BYU. Uh, What's in, the line in that game, by the way? Uh, Notre Dame by three and a half in Vegas. Yeah, I know it's in Vegas. Um, boy. Man, that's, that's, that's a stay away special right there, buddy. I I, I would lean towards the Irish. Uh-uh. Not I'll by you, a lot. Like, I'll tell you what, if the if the Irish win, and by the way, I'm not going to the Stanford game now. Um Okay. Uh the Irish win, the Irish have a shot to reclaim their season here. A little bit. It's still well, they, they can't go they Clemson can't go to the playoff, but Well, can they beat Clemson and USC? I think they, if they can't I, win those two games, and the best they're going to finish is eight and four. I think they, I think they could beat Clemson. I don't know about USC. Okay, but I don't know about playing, USC. On Clemson's the road. playing pretty well. I mean, I'm just saying is I don't know what Notre Dame is yet. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of have an idea that they're a good team. Now, obviously, if they lose this game, you know, that's you know, then you might just be looking for seven wins or right. something. But I, I think USC is pretty good. And I, I, I can't see them winning that game. Clemson, I would give them a shot. But, again, I, I when they play those teams that have quick teams, Kevin, mm-hmm. you know what happens. Yep. Uh, so fun. what was the game, the big game you were going to Well, uh, the biggest game of the weekend is Texas A&M at Alabama. Yeah, but it's not anymore because the Texas not. A&M quarterback is out. Um, He hurt his thumb, so he ain't playing. And I'm not sure if the Alabama quarterback's playing. Uh, Alabama is not winning that game. No, Alabama is favored by 24 and a half. Yeah, and I wouldn't touch that with a, with a 10 football because, like I said, the AM quarterback and AM beat them last year. So it'll be a kind of a revenge game for Alabama. 
Uh, they're coming off a game where they scored like 40-some points at Arkansas. I, you know, but would I take Texas A&M? Uh, you know, yeah, the quarterback yeah. game playing? I don't know. How about, yeah. by, by the way, Wisconsin's a 10-point favorite against Northwestern the week after Paul Chris gets fired. Yeah, but Northwestern stinks. Stinks, man. I know. I oh. mean, I know. And by the way, and I, this is just, so Paul Chris record there, I believe, was like 48 and 25. Yep. Something like that. He won three West Division titles. Mm-hmm. He got him to three New Year's Day Bowls. It's ridiculous. I, I know where you're going. The league where Ohio State is the team that most often is going to go to the playoffs. What are those people thinking? It's freaking no Wisconsin. No clue. And I know Wisconsin's been good for like three decades now because Barry Alvarez went there. They've been a good program. They've went to Rose Bowls. I, I get all that. Are you serious? It, it, it's ridiculous. I mean – like, what does Wisconsin – look, I know they're not that good this year. They've been a little – they've lost, you know. But really? You're Wisconsin. Yeah. If you're going to give a guy $12 million to walk out the door, and then you're going to hire who and give them what? And I know there's a lot of TV money. that The Big Ten has money coming out of the wazoo, the SEC. But really, like, yeah. you know, like Scott Frost got $12 million leaving. Um. Uh, I mean, I know uh, Colorado whacked their coach, but yeah, I mean, he was like twelve and twenty-four or whatever. Um, so your guy, uh, he was coach of the year, by the way, two years ago. Yeah, in the in Pac-12, the like, in the in the in the COVID year, right in the Pac-12. He used to be the coach at UCLA, I think, at one point. Yeah. Um, but again, I, and I understand that there's high stakes involved here, but my God, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like you're Wisconsin. Do you, you want to be Ohio State and you want to be Michigan? I guess. I mean, I guess that's a fair. You know, it's like Penn State. Yeah. Penn State wants to be Ohio State. I I understand that. Yeah. But Penn State's won national championships and 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 Penn State and Wisconsin, I guess, are kind of alike. They have really good programs. You know, they go to New Year's bowl games and stuff, and they haven't been able to get into the playoffs. And, uh. I don't know. I, I I just think that sends up. Weird. But you know, we're living in a, in an era, Kevin, yep. with a transfer portal. Yeah. So I mean, you know, what? everybody hey. thinks they could get good quick again, and that's not exactly uh, the case. All right. Uh, hey, think about what Michigan State did. They gave that guy ninety million dollars. Yeah, they're regretting last that year because right he beat Michigan. Mel Tucker, Because they right? scored three fourth quarter touchdowns. Okay, and I'm not saying this guy can't coach. I I don't know what he is. This year they stink. Yeah. yeah. And so if he stinks two years from now, they're going to get rid of him and give him like eight, $60 million going out the day. Yeah. These contracts are just – you know, I understand tr- why Dabo Swinney makes money. I understand why Nick Saban makes money. I get it. Kirby Smart. I get it. I, yeah, I understand I agree. there are certain guys. And, and, but my good – maybe the guy at USC is worth whatever he's getting. All right. Well, Do you have any? You don't have any college plays, correct? I have. I apologize to our audience. I got. I. I forgot. I just hadn't looked. So I. Ha, so let, let's just go to pros. All and right. we'll, we'll figure out some pros. I'm gonna play uh, our little background music in the here. All right. I'm gonna start in London, Mike. I'm gonna take the Packers. Well, I knew you weren't taking the Giants. They're laying eight. Yeah, Gi- and they don't have a quarterback. Who? The Giants. No, they're not. They're not sure Brown's going to play. No, sure that eight-hour flight really helped the uh, ankle injury too. Whatever it is, 
Hey, hey, you, mean Dan, have, you mean Daniel they Jones? Might, they might have um, Saquon in the Wildcat. Yeah. Uh, look, Green Bay. Green Bay is not great, but I, I, I'm starting to sense that the Packers maybe getting a little bit together here. Um, and long, it's a long season. Brother. Long season, and they're always better in October and November. So, <laughs> and they got Rodgers. Yeah. So I'll take yeah. the Packers. I'll lay eight. Um. I'll take the Lions in Foxborough. I'll get three. Another team that doesn't have a quarterback right now. Yeah. The Patriots. Well, I, I don't know. Is Mac Jones definitely out? Last I heard, he was questionable. Okay, here's the one thing I'll say about the Patriots. and The, the Lions are a lo- losing organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. The Pats aren't, ever, aren't, aren't going to be the Pats again. We know that. They hung pretty tough last week playing with that in Green Bay. And they did. I know. Green Bay said, oh, it was more us than them. But, okay. And it is Bill Belichick. And I think this whole co-offensive coordinator thing is goofy. Hey, Matt, Patri- see, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia gets to play against his old team. Yeah. I just <laughs> theory. I would be leery against taking the Lions in Foxborough because you're almost asking them to win the game. I know they can lose by two or one. I, I just I don't have enough faith in the Lions. You know, what they did last week surprised me. They didn't play well last week. You, you know you know who's the be- the highest-scoring offense in the NFL right now? Yeah, the Lions. The Lions. Not yeah, close. Because if Jared Goff sits back there and let and you allow him to throw the ball, he's going to hurt you. They have a good offense. They are going to be without DeAndre Swift, it sounds like, on they Sunday. Did, DeAndre Swift didn't play last week. Right. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I like the J-E-T-S. I like the Jets at home getting three against the Tua List Dolphins. Um, I don't trust Teddy Bridgewater. I actually think the Jets are pretty are decent. They're not good. No, you don't. They're decent. They're they're better. Yeah, but they're but they're still the again the Jets, the Lions. Look at look at who you're who you're talking about here. It, it, the next thing you're going to tell me is the Bears. You're going to you're going to keep reeling off these teams and. It, you got to be really, really careful. I'm not saying the Jets can't win that game without Tua, but Miami's a better team, and and Teddy Bridgewater's not garbage. I mean, he you know he can play a little bit. Um, as I see that, they're just games I would stay away from. I, I just I don't have enough. All right, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some games. You tell me your snap reaction. Sure. Bills minus fourteen at home against Pittsburgh. You know how I hate laying like that many points in the yeah. NFL. It's just it's, but man, Pittsburgh's just. I mean, can the he people pick this year that thought they were going to be good yeah. because of Mike Tomlin, no. And Pickett might be good. First of all, they have no line, so Pickett's going to get killed. It, it, this game is just a matter of how, how much does Buffalo want to play. Yeah, you know Buffalo, but fourteen in the NFL is a lot. It is. Um, but I couldn't play the Pittsburgh side of that game. No. Uh, here we go. Falcons are ten point dogs. Another at- bad team. Falcons yeah. are ten point dogs at Tampa. Yeah, but how much faith do you have in Tampa? Like, well, again, and Brady's apparently hurt, and we yeah, know Brad, he's also I getting. Brady, I think Brady has owned the Falcons. I saw somewhere where yeah. he's like, I, I tell you, twenty eight to three. Gonna, I'm going to sound like a, a, a total idiot. I think I would lean towards the Falcons getting the ten. I don't think they're going to win the game. No, but I could see him covering the ten. I'm just not sure. I just again, Tampa right now. I don't know what to make of them. They, 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 they got to add something. Whether it's Gronk, whether it's um, 
You know, they got Beasley, but then he retired. Um, I don't know. I, but uh, Tampa's defense is very good. So Atlanta might have trouble. Atlanta actually hasn't been playing horrible. No. You know, but Let me, I, I, I would lean towards Atlanta getting the points. Vikings minus seven and a half at home against the Bears. I hate the Bears. You know, it's a division game. I know how division games are. And, and that hook scares me. But I just think that I would take the Vikes. I would. Um, all right. We mentioned Detroit, New England. Uh, and a lot of these games, I don't really, I wouldn't take either side. But yeah. That, that's okay. Jacksonville at home laying seven to the Texans. Yeah. And see, here's another one. It, it looks like that's a Jacksonville game, right? Yeah. Because the Texans aren't real good. Jacksonville just lost a game here in Philly. That they, you know, they were winning by 14. The quarterback fumbled 35 times. How can you play Houston? You can't. No. And Houston actually hasn't been playing horrible either. I mean, they've, they've shown a little life. But, again, I don't like many of these games at all, Kevin. I, I just think they're, they're – uh, It's not uh, a great week. I'll give you this. Here's, a, no. here's an appealing one, at least on the surface. Last week, there was a lot of games where the lines were like 2-1. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, here, here's one for yeah. you. Chargers go to Cleveland and are favored by two and a half. Well, I guess my first question would be, what's Herbert's status? Yeah, he's you know? going to play. He played last week. Yeah, but he. Yeah, but I mean, he's playing with bad ribs, right? Yeah. Um, I would lean towards the Chargers, but I saw some stat. You said the Chargers are favored by like two and a half. Two and a half. There was some stat I because re- I read out the other week. They're like 0-4 under this coach in games on the road where they're favored. So yeah. I'll just throw that out at you. I, you know, I, For whatever you think it's worth, I would lean towards the Chargers in that game. All right. Uh, going down, here's a bad game. Se- Seahawks at Saints. Seattle is a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Well, the Eagles have the Saints pick, so I guess you're rooting against. No, the no Winston maybe again this week. What's that? Might be Andy Dalton again at quarterback this week for the Saints. I can't, and, and we don't know who to. Say. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. the state. You said Seattle's getting five and a half. Yeah, I think I would take the five and. I a half think I would too, because I just don't have any. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. How can you lay five and a half points with the Saints? <laughs> Remember I mean, the Saints. The Saints need like an 18 point comeback to beat the Falcons in Week One. That's their only win to this point. I, I think they. I, people were trying to tell me before the year they were going to be better. Yeah. How can you be better when you lose Peyton and, and you don't have a quarterback? Yeah. I, I don't know, but again, I, there's a there's a lot of mediocrity in this league. Well, I'll give you two more Titans at Commanders. Tennessee favored by two. I couldn't play the Commanders. No, I just couldn't. I, I, I'm sorry. You know, I'm, Wentz is going to win some games. He'll have game, he'll have a couple weeks where he'll look really good. But man, if, I mean, how could you play? How could you play the Commanders? You can't. You can't. No. And this is why a lot of these games, I would just stay away from the game. You know. But again, you're asking me to take a side. Sure. I, I would take the Tennessee side in that game. Dallas is at the Rams. Rams coming off the short week. They have uh, a. F- they are still favored by five and a half. I would take Dallas in the five and a half. Dallas went outright. Don't know, maybe, but I mean, I still think the Rams are going. The Rams' problem is they don't protect their quarterback at all. Okay, and he's a thirty-four-year-old guy who's pretty much a statue. And Dallas can play defense. 
So if you're telling me I can get five and a half points with the Cowboys, uh, and the quarterback hasn't turned the ball over yet, yeah, I'll take my chance with that. You know. Uh, hey, speaking of bad teams, who are the Colts playing this week? Colts are on right now. That's oh, I'm talking. sorry. They got the Thursday night game. I'm yeah. sorry. It is I'm a sorry. six nothing Titanic tilt. Second Who did, who's winning? Uh, Denver. Okay, because you know I'll never see another Thursday night I, game. I get it. Eagles. Yeah, I, right. well, you'll watch the Eagle game when it's on regular TV. Right, right, exactly. Uh, I'll give it the Eagle. Are, are the Colts the biggest disappointment in the league? I think the Broncos, maybe, honestly. Well, the Broncos, yeah. I'll give you the Broncos, but I'm saying I thought the Colts, I really did, were going to win the Central. Yeah. The, or South, I guess it's the AFC yeah, South. Yeah, who's winning that South? Could be Jacksonville. I was just going to say it's going to be Jacksonville. Well, look, I knew Doug was going to make them better. Yeah. I, I And I think I'm, I'm still not ready to proclaim them ready to win the division, but the division could turn out to be bad. Um. So, I, I but Doug will make them better. You know, Doug will, will – I figured they'd be about a 7-8 win team, uh, be competitive with the young quarterback getting better. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, look, they, I mean, they, they've – they came in here, were up by 14, and had a chance to go up 21. And if they go up 21, maybe the Eagles don't come back. Here's a good game on Sunday night. It's the Bengals at the Ravens. Bengals are three. I'm sorry, the Ravens are three and a half point favorites. Boy, the Raven defense is awful, though. Well, yeah, they've. I mean, they've totally changed the the way they their, their defense is not good, and that's why Harbaugh apparently went for the. And I didn't have a. I would have kicked the field goal. Okay, but that's me. Uh. But the play that they called was stupid. Yeah, roll okay? out. Yeah. You don't drop him back. No. That quarterback like that. And it reminded me of what the Falcons did that game they lost to the Eagles here yeah. in 17 or 8. I guess it was actually January of 18. You know, just let Lamar Jackson, here, Lamar, do something. Um, but uh, whatever. I, boy. I, see, I, I'm a big Ravens fan. I really thought they were going to win that division. I guess they still could. That's the type of game, though, Burrow has won a lot. I know. And and you said it's three and a half? Yep. See, the hook scares me a little bit. Um, Boy, I don't know, Kevin. I mean, my initial reaction was Ravens because I think they really need – but how they're going to react the last week? No clue. You know, and again, the Bengals do not protect their quarterback, although they've done a better job the last two weeks. But can the Ravens get after the quarterback? I don't know. Well, and the other part is, again – Burrow in these type of games on the road against division opponents has been great. And remember, he went to, I think he went to Baltimore last year and won. He won in Pittsburgh. The Ravens, uh, the Bengals aren't, af- these aren't the old Bengals. They're not afraid of these type of games. So I, yeah, I kind of like a big Cincinnati. In the, in the Super Bowl hangover for the team that loses in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but guess which what? Is the Bengals. I'm just saying, I don't think they're going to be like an 11-win team and, and get to the AFC final. Or I'll be like honest, that. Mike. I think they're starting to look like a team that could get back to the AFC, to the AFC no, final. No, well, I'll, I'll take all the money that you that you okay. want to bet me on. All right, they're, that's they're fine. Not, you they're got not it. better than the Bills. They're not better than, than the Chiefs. Um, I would give they, them a puncher shot going back to Kansas City. I would. No, I won't. No. Well, you I can. Don't, I, don't, I don't like them in Buffalo, but I would, I would give them a shot. I if think, Kansas City plays them in the playoffs in Kansas City, I will take Kansas City, whatever, because it'll be a revenge game for the Chiefs. Mahomes will go nuts. And what they did last year was awesome. It, it was awesome. And they're a good team. I'm not saying they're not a good team, but they ain't going back to the Super Bowl. And they oh, had, and they're not they, going back to the Super Bowl because I think Buffalo is the best team. The, 
They might win the division because Cleveland ain't getting Deshaun the week no. 12 and Pittsburgh stinks. So all they got, so this game basically could end up deciding the division. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think the Ravens are going to win the game because they're home. Right. But I don't know if I want to lay the three in the hook. Last last game, Raiders and Chiefs on Monday night in Kansas City. It's a seven-point line for the Did Chiefs. Do you realize that the Raiders are about three plays away from being 4-0? I mean, they've had. They're also, they're also one play away from being zero and four. That's true, but all their games, and even last year, all their games went go down. Yeah. I mean, look, I got to like Kansas City in this spot, but I mean, I think the Raiders beat them once last year, if I recall. Yeah, they did. And um, but it's, yeah, you're laying seven in the division to a team that goes down to the wire every week. Yeah. So knowing that, I think I would almost lean towards taking the points. Finally, Eagles, Cardinals, Eagles are laying five. Yeah. It's a tough one for me because, like I said, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Cardinals. And everybody, if you're looking at the schedule, this is the game where you say, hey, they could lose this game. They're playing so good. I mean, they're just playing, like you said, they have injuries. Um, I'm not, I, I, I don't know, Kevin. I mean, Mike, I'll give you the number I love the most out of this game over 49. Over yeah, 49. Yeah, you could be. Yeah, because the Eagles could put up it. The Eagles could get into the 30s. And Arizona's offense has mastered in the second half finding the rally back scores. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I, 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 would, t- I, I would take the over 49, and I honestly would lay to five. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I actually think they'll win it by double digits. So Yeah, but eventually, but, but eventually you're telling me they're going to go 17-0. No, no that's, what, that's not true. No, no. I'm, I'm not accusing you of that. What I'm, but what I'm saying is we're going to look at every Eagles game every week, and we're going to say the same thing. Tell me the game where we're not going to say it. Please. Well, uh, Next week is Dallas here. We'll say the same thing. Well, they're not losing. After the bye, they get Pittsburgh. Well, they ain't losing. Um, they get the Bears at some point. Yeah, I that's they December. The Dol- they get the Dolphins late, I think. Yeah, that, no, that, they- no, that, no, they don't get the Dolphins. No, who they get? Um, just trying to think. They get the Titans late. Here we go. Who? They got all right. Cowboys. Then you're right. The bye. Then Pittsburgh. Then Pittsburgh. At they ain't H- losing to Pittsburgh. Okay. At Houston on a short week. Well, they shouldn't lose that game. Washington at home on a Monday night. They shouldn't lose that game. At so the, I already got them at nine and zero. Oh, if the, they win this, if they right. win this week at the Colts. Well, right now the Colts stink. Now, could they lose that game? Sure, but I mean, <clears throat> the Colts team I've seen up till now. Okay, who's after the Colts? Green Bay here. That could be a tough game, but it is here. But they will be favored. Yeah. All right. Yes, they will. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at home. The Tennessee, the Tennessee I'm seeing right now. No. At the Giants. Uh, it's a division game, and it's at New York. You know, uh, it's possible. Uh, at the Bears. No. At the Cowboys, which will be their third straight road game, and it's Christmas yeah. Eve. And, and we're assuming that game still means something. Right. Right? Which, if the Eagles are 13-1 and one at that point, or, you know, whatever, maybe it doesn't. Um, okay. And then they get... Saints, they, at, Saints at home, Giants at home. They're they wrapping up. I'm just telling you. Tell me where the four losses are coming. Please. Just tell me. But you know that they're going to. Unless yeah. you think they're going to go like 15-2 and two or 16-1. and one. I hate saying that. I could see them losing to Dallas next week. I could see them losing Sunday. 
But again, I don't think so. I, I, I don't see them losing Sunday. Well, that's fine. They ain't, Kevin, they ain't losing the and, Cowboys next week. And, and I'll be honest, I think I always hate that long travel Thursday night game. So that game against the Texans could be a little trickier than you think. There's a lot of games that could be trickier than right. we think. But I'm just saying, when you reel off those things, even if you throw an upset or two in, yeah. it's like 13 wins. Or fourteen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's ungodly when you look at it. It it, it just is. It's just like it's like when I looked at the Philly schedule the second half of the year. I'm like, well, how can they not win games? They're they're playing the Nats thirteen times. I mean, you know, and it was like when we looked at the Eagles last year at the end of the season, we're like, okay, they're, they're probably going to make the playoffs because they're going to win these games. I'm just telling you, this is going to get scary at some point, Kevin. It really yeah, is. I know. Barring barring something that, like Jalen going down or or. I don't know, uh, you know, their whole offensive line gets hurt or A.J. Brown goes out or whatever. Um, I, I just don't see where they're going to lose more than like three or four games. And I may be and that may be even asking a lot. Yep. I don't know. So. So. Yeah. All right. So that's our show for the week. Um, we'll be back. We hope it next week. I make no promises given what's going on. Uh, do the best we can. We'll do the best we can. Hopefully, the Phillies will still be alive next week when we're back here. And um, they could be. They could be. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it this way: of all, of all, I've again, they're playing three games in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and they're almost an even money play. Yeah. What does that tell you? It tells you it's a competitive series. Tells you the Vegas. A lot of money's going on the Phillies, yep. and people in Vegas think that it's basically a coin flip. Is what they're telling you. Do you want to give me That's a World, a, Do you want to give me a World Series pick? Beginning well, of this look, tournament. I mean, look, and I know we've had some upsets in the last few years. We've had not the favorites. I mean, it's hard not to like Houston. Yeah, I haven't paid enough attention to some of the other teams in the American League. I don't think the Yankees are getting to the World Series. I don't either. I don't like the way they're. I think Cleveland's is. a dangerous team. I'm not sure that the Yankees are getting to the to the ALCS. Yeah. Well, yeah. they would get Cleveland in the next round. Cleveland or Seattle, right? Um, I think Toronto's a dangerous team. Um, but again, I don't know enough. No, about they would get. They would. Teams. Cleveland gets Tampa, and they would then play the Astros. Or no, they would play the Yankees. Right. And it would be Houston gets the winner of Toronto and Seattle. Can you explain to me why baseball doesn't reseed? I no clue. I mean, no clue. If, I if, don't if mind the, the Phillies. If the Phillies upset the Cardinals, the fact that they get the Braves as opposed to the Dodgers makes no sense. Exactly. No. Yeah. Like, what? I don't understand this at all, My, Mike. Mike, I, I like a lot of things about the format. That's one thing I don't. Yeah, I mean, and look. I, I, the Dodgers have only won one World Series in, in these last four or five years that they've dominated. And that was in the last well, decade. Short year. Yeah, and and that was um, who did they beat in the World Series that year? They beat the Tampa. Um, Tampa. Tampa in twenty, right? Uh, and the Tampa manager took Snell out after in in, in the pandemic year. Yeah, right. But I mean, it's hard. The team won one hundred and ten games or whatever the hell they won. Mike, I. I, you know, but I, but I, think I would Braves, take. I, I think, think it's gonna. Braves. I think it's gonna be Atlanta and Houston again. But teams don't year. repeat. That that's the weird thing, Kevin. I mean, teams just don't do that. And and I, I think the Mets, as much as I, I'm not like a big, big, big fan of the Mets, but they, they I think because they have Degrom and because they have Scherzer, you know, yeah, I think but they them, have a shot. Ha- but them having to come through the division series, I agree. 
are uh, yeah. having to come through the wild card and only I able to totally use them later in the division series is really going to hurt. I mean, you think about this. You're the Mets. You led the division for about 155 days. And Basically. by the way, let me clear one thing up. They didn't choke. They won 101 games. No, they no, didn't no, no. choke. But, but again, they had a 10-and-a-half game lead. I get it. At, at some point, and the Braves, I mean, I give the Braves the credit. Credit. But again, all the Mets had to do was win one game last weekend. Uh, my, one. My, That's it. I know. And they didn't. And they had chances, yep. but the Braves are good. I, I mean, I, I get it. Is the Braves pitcher back, the, the rookie? Strider, no. Now, see, that's a big loss. Well, but, but he was throwing off flat ground, so it's not inconceivable to think he could be back. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, I mean, I, I, I would not. You're right about playing in the wild card. You're absolutely right. It's yeah. Those those four up, teams. It does. Those four teams that had the buy into the division you're series. Right. It's you're, a huge advantage. You are you. You're absolutely right. And I, I mean, I know who I'm going to be. I never root for the Dodgers. It's just it's just me. I, it's and it's nothing personal or anything like that. I just think they should be good. It's like yeah. the Yankees. I never root for the Yankees. I could see Houston, Atlanta again. I mean, I, I think in this whole thing, I'm I'm rooting for Dusty Baker. I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm I love the Dusty. point of the cheating. You know, it happened. It happened. Okay, other teams. Well, probably it's a totally different too. GM. It's a totally different head uh, manager. I, I Most just, of the players I, I've are always, gone. I've always liked Dusty Baker, even when he played for the teams that were playing against the Phillies. Yeah. Um. And I just think he's a good guy. Yeah, I agree. He should have won it in 2002, and they blew it uh, with the Giants. And um, should have got back in 03, but then it was Bartman when he oh, was that's with, right. the, with the Cubs. That's right. He had those back to back. He got totally. Right. He got totally screwed in DC. Um, he won the division, I think, two or three straight years, and got fired. Um, well, he was Paul Crest. Yeah, before there was Paul Crest. Paul Crest. Yeah. All I, right. Amazing. Okay, babe, all right, Mike. Have a good week. Be good. Thank okay. you. Thank you all for joining us. We'll try to get a guest back next week. We thank you for your patience. Have a great one, everybody. This is working the beat.